Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Martina. And I'm Kayla. And And we we are Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Welcome, everyone, today. We are so excited to have you listening to our first episode. Just to give you a little bit of an intro on the two of us, we have been friends for a very long time. (laughs) Many years. Um, And this has kind of been an idea that was in the works for a while now. Um, Or maybe not in the works, but was sort of something we had on the back burner. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of an idea we had. Um, I would say really since COVID hit early last year was kind of when, like most people, I think our friendship kind of had to adjust. You know, we were used to seeing each other every week, whether it may be a movie or going to the gym or whatever it was. And then when COVID hit, it was kind of like, okay, now how are we going to do this from two separate places? Yeah. And so we made it a priority to just kind of touch base with each other over FaceTime or phone calls or whatever it may be. And I think the biggest thing that's helped me in the last year was making that kind of a priority. Because when, you know, social media maybe seems so negative or the world seems, you know, so sad or so different and... You know, at least for me personally, you know, I felt like all of those first few months last year, all I was doing was canceling plans. I was canceling trips and canceling hotels and canceling events and parties. And so to just kind of have somebody to jump on FaceTime with every week and be like, I need to vent. I just need someone to listen. And then we're going to flip this and you're going to vent and I'll listen. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll just kind of, you know, have each other as a little bit of a sounding board And that worked really well, I think, for the last year. And then it was, what, maybe a month ago or so, we kind of looked at each other and we were like, why are we not recording this? Mm -hmm. If for no other reason, even just as like a time capsule for ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. to look back and go, this is kind of where I was at at that point in time. And so that's kind of how Unfiltered came to be. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because we're like having all these conversations, like, like she said, we're trying to get together at least once a week just to kind of reflect on our week, check in, see how each other is doing. I think one thing about us is we're very different in a lot of ways. We're similar in a lot of ways. Um, I'm very much a homebody. I've been working from home through COVID, which has been such a blessing um, to be fortunate to be at home and, and, and still maintain my job was great, but it's been great. I love being home. It's kind of my safe spot in life. It's where I recharge. I just, I love being alone in my house. (laughs) As funny as that sounds. But um, for you, Kayla, I don't know if you want to share your experience, but I think we're different in that way. It was not the same. Yeah. (laughs) For me, it was kind of a mess because I'm almost the exact opposite in that way. I'm not somebody who can sit at home. I'm not someone who can you know, I get anxiety and I get stressed out when I don't have plans and when I have a blank page and, you know, in my calendar and that sort of thing. So when COVID hit and it was sort of like, okay, everybody needs to stay home, cancel plans, lock your doors, you know, mask up, whatever. It hit me hard because it was sort of like, that's not my thing. That's so far outside of my comfort zone. And I remember, you know, in 2020 alone, I had five vacations I had to cancel, Mm -hmm. (laughs) whether they be for work or for personal, because I do travel with my job, too. But that was a lot for me, you know, to have to go, Okay, I basically, you know, purchased this nice planner I get every single year (laughs) for no reason at all. (laughs) Throw it away. Yeah, throw it away. Thanks, COVID. Um, But I do think, just like you were saying, though, I do think that the, the one, you know, one of the biggest things that kind of helped me you know, get into a routine and kind of normalize with feeling like, okay, I need to stay home and I need to, you know, adjust 
was seeing how much it was almost, you know, not helping you, but almost it was great for you. You know, like you did really well at home. And even though you love going to the office and you loved your life and you loved, you know, your plans too, it was like, okay, if Martina can handle it and Martina can do, you know, thrive this well in it, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so having someone to kind of go, we're not the same, but when I'm going crazy, I can call her and be like, what am I supposed to do? And you can send me a list of 10 Netflix shows to binge, <laughs> you know, because you do know, you do know yeah. how to handle that better. I, I, when I tell you I am a homebody, I truly am a homebody. So she's not kidding when she's like, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm, you know, stuck at home. And I, you know, I'm like, here's the top 10 Netflix shows that I've been watching. They're so good. I will finish them all this week. Like that is truly, I'm homebody. Um, but I think the same. So for you, it's like having to adjust. You're not homebody by any means no. you are adventurous <laughs> you are out there you're always um exploring that next opportunity and and like I'm looking I'm like oh that's so awesome that's so not me but like <laughs> it's so cool to see because that's where you thrive so it's really cool to see you thrive in that so I know it's been really hard with COVID that it's really been a challenge for you but that's why I really have loved our FaceTime we do a lot of FaceTime like we said um trying to get in to check in with each other once a week because it's been good for you to vent, for me to vent, talk about what's stressing us out and help each other kind of overcome that and also share like the positive things about our week and what's going on that we're exciting for and uh, excited for and looking forward to um, because I really think that piece of it too has helped us to stay um, as positive as we've been able to is to really have each other to lean on. So um, I want you to know if you don't have that person in your life that you can call and just vent to or celebrate with or or any of that, I want you to know that we're your people. And I hope, I really hope and pray that um, you listen to our podcast and you feel not alone and you feel like we're your friends right there with you, supporting you. Um, and that's our goal of this too. So um, it's funny when we were talking about the podcast, one of the first things we're trying to navigate was what should we call it? Yeah. And, <laughs> Kayla, you tell the story. Well, it was kind of and it was so funny because it was sort of one of those things where we kind of were like, okay, let's do this. But neither one of us really know what we're doing <laughs> when it comes to starting a podcast. And so the first step was we kind of looked at each other both on FaceTime and we were sort of like, well, maybe by next week's FaceTime, we try to come up with a list of name ideas. You know, what are we going to call it? Let's start very simple, start with a basic goal. And it was so funny because then we kind of didn't, which we normally kind of check in, I feel like, or text or whatever, periodically throughout the week. You know, I feel like I'm talking to you every day, even if we're not on FaceTime, you know? And so, but by that FaceTime, we were supposed to have a list of names. And for whatever reason, I feel like that week we really weren't connecting or we weren't at least connecting about the podcast or whatever it may be. And in the back of my head, I'm like, what should we call this? What's a good word or what's a good saying, you know, to describe us? And the thing that I kept coming back to is that since I was a kid, I've repeatedly been told you're so unfiltered. You're so unfiltered. You're not afraid to speak your mind. You're not afraid. You're not afraid to say what other people are maybe afraid to say. And the thing is, is I don't even feel like it's a lack of fear or whatever. I don't think. I just, it comes out of my mouth and it is what it is. And then I own it, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, maybe we should call it unfiltered. And I jumped on FaceTime with Martina that next week. And she goes, okay, did you think of any names? And I'm like, well, I couldn't really come up with a list. 
said I kind of had an idea, but I don't know. And she cut me off and she's like, well, I'm thinking unfiltered. And I was like, done, <laughs> done. I'm like, she had absolutely no idea that I was thinking unfiltered. She came with unfiltered. It feels like it's meant to be. Yeah. And I honestly feel like, you know, if we were to look at, you know, or to say take a poll of maybe 30 people that know both of us. I don't think there's a better word that anybody would say to describe <laughs> the two of us, you know, and especially the way that we are with each other, because yeah. there's never been something that I feel like, oh, I can't really talk to Martina about that because, you know, it might not end well or we might not be on the same page or whatever it may be, because even when we're not on the same page, we still talk about it. Right. <laughs> we still go there. You know, there's yes. never been a fear with each other as far as, you know, oh, I need to try to filter myself because I mm-hmm. feel like. And just like you were saying before, you know, we want our listeners to feel like they're a friend of ours. You know, I hope anybody who listens to us or, you know, knows us personally or whatever it may be, you know, feels they can be unfiltered with us, too. You know, we may not agree with each other, with others. You know, we may not always be on the same page. But I think the one thing with our friendship is that even when we don't agree, I always felt respected yes. in my opinion or in my view of the situation. I feel the same way that I feel like even because to, to put this in here, yeah, I know you're just getting starting to get to know us. We are different in so many ways. We are alike in so many ways. Um, but the things that make us different are things I feel that we really embrace in one another and kind of help us to open our our hearts and our minds a little bit to different perspectives and, and different situations. Um, so that's definitely, I think that's a great word was respected. I feel like even if I come to you and you disagree and there's plenty of times <laughs> I come to her and I'm like, Oh, this is what I did. And she's like, okay. Um, all right. And I'm like, Oh, you don't think I should have done that. And she's like, no, I wouldn't have, but we can work with it, you know? So it's just nice to have someone there who's not afraid to tell you when you're wrong. I think that's huge too. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, you got to handle that better, but it's also not afraid to embrace where you're wrong and and help you kind of correct or move forward um, and help you grow. That's really one thing. um, I think that the last year has taught us is, is growth and kind of how to roll with the punches so, um, like we said, I hope you listen and, and know that you have a friend in us and, um, and know that unfiltered is not, I think it can sometimes be taken a little bit derogatory like, mm-hmm. oh, she's so unfiltered. Um, that is not what this is for us. It's really unfiltered started with wanting to have open, honest conversations, whether it's funny or sad or kind of painful, whatever it may be, that we can have that with each other and you guys can listen in at home and know that maybe you've had these feelings or uh, maybe it's something you've been afraid to talk about, but you know someone else is there to talk about it and and you don't feel so alone. So unfiltered is not to be derogatory by any means. It's really just to break down those barriers and talk about things that maybe are uncomfortable. So With that said, I hope you guys will stick around. I think we've got some great stuff uh, in store. But I kind of thought it would be fun to do a little flip to do, to kind of get to know us better. Um, A would you rather session. Oh, fun. I like that idea. So I was looking up a few. Let me pull it up here. Sorry, I've got how to set up our podcast stuff. It was a whole... I wish, I, I honestly, there was a point halfway through setting up our podcast equipment 
that I was kind of questioning, should we have done a YouTube channel instead, <laughs> oh just so gosh, that people yeah. could see sort of the disaster that was us trying it, to figure out how to set all of this equipment up. And just to give you kind of like a brief idea, we are not in a studio. <laughs> We're not in like a professional podcast location. We're literally in my home in a spare bedroom that since COVID has been converted into a home office. We're working off of a card table with microphones we bought online. <laughs> so it took us almost an hour to figure out how to unbox and set all of this up. And I hope this is recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, it I we're this is unfiltered right here right now. Like this is it is just it's taken a while to get set up, to get things figured out. So please bear with us. It'll only go up from here. Um but we're still kind of trying to maneuver in and fix the kinks and things. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully we'll get it all figured out. And like she said, hopefully this is recording to begin with, right? <laughs> so um, some fun would you rather questions. So would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Oh, to be honest, I think it's 10 minutes for me. Really? Yeah, I think it's 10 minutes into the future because the only reason I say that, and I kind of instantly was like 10 minutes, was it would be because if I could see 150 years into the future and not be there, like it was just you can see 150 years into the future, I just know myself. I would spend all of the rest of my <sighs> years in between there stressing over well, what if I make the wrong decision and then it doesn't turn out like that? Or what if I, you know, so 10 minutes, it's like, well, okay, that's only 10 minutes. You know, 10 minutes right. from now, I'll be doing this versus it like 150 years. I mean, it's like, what if you screw something up? And now it's like, then what happens? <laughs> this is me. Okay, so that's funny that you said that because I was thinking 150 years into the future, but kind of for the same reasons, I'm such an anxious person. So like, I'm always worried what's coming next, what's going on. Where I feel like, okay, if I can find out what's happening in 150 years, like I can kind of start to figure out like, what do I need to do to help kind of set it up? Yeah. But it's, that's funny. Yeah. We're different in that Well, way. it's funny because we kind of were along the same lines there. It was just for a different Yeah. Because I'm anxious and, and need yeah. to know. And you're like, oh, I'm too anxious. I, I shouldn't I can't want know. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Oh, I want to move things with my mind. Really? For sure. Because, and I'll say two things. One, I'm lazy. So, like, <laughs> if I'm on the couch and the remote's across the room, we have Same. an issue. So, if I could get the remote to me <laughs> without getting up, that definitely seems like the way to go. And then also, just going back to, like, my anxiety as far as, you know, how do I get to that point in 150 years? If I could hear what everyone was thinking about me, all I would do every day would be obsess over that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm good. And that's not to say, you know, I'm a, I'm kind of a person that I, I try not to let those things affect me when people say things or whatever. But if we're being honest, we all, it affects all of us. Yeah. You know, it does play a role. And so for me, it's like, no, I can't. I can't hear people's thoughts because yeah. I'd never it's get past much. that. Yeah, it's yeah. just too much. Man, it's so funny because <laughs> I was thinking, I would love to read people's minds and figure out what's going on and what makes them tick and, you know. Um, I guess maybe 
in that respect, I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. Like but maybe it's a double-edged to, sword. Yeah, to listen to people's own thoughts about other things maybe would be great, but I don't want to yeah. know what they're thinking about me. Like, I'd love to listen to, like, politicians. Yeah. <laughs> like, they say, you know, like, read yeah. their minds what's going on. Um, yeah. I don't know, but that's a double-edged sword, too, because, like you said, it could be hurtful, you know, right. to hear what people may be thinking I know my dad always says, um, you know, what other people think of you is none of your business. So I try to remind myself that, um, and I think I'm getting better. So I think maybe I could do it, but that, Hey, you know, what you think of me is none of my business. That's on you. And I'm going to live my life and focus on me. But Oh man, that's I wish I could story. get more to that point. <laughs> I, and, and I'm not perfect. Like I'm not saying it. I'm never right, would say right. I am, but that's one thing, you know, I think we all battle sometimes is, is that worry and um, what what are people thinking if I do this, if I do that, you know, what are people thinking? And it's just such a burden to bear in your mind. Right. Like, right. my thing is I'm, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to try to be the best person. I make mistakes. I'm sure I've hurt people, but I've got to move on and, and grow. And yeah, oh, man, that's hard. Such a double-edged sword. <laughs> These are good. Yeah, they are good. Okay. Would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear? Ooh. I think I would rather sing only because I hate dancing. I'm terrible (laughs) at dancing. I hate dancing. I feel very self-conscious when I dance. But with that said, like, I'm sure everybody who knows me would want me to pick dancing because I'm a terrible singer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm horrible at singing. (laughs) Okay, it, I feel like it depends. Are we saying, like, sing along, like, you're just, like, belting it out in the front of everyone? Yeah. <laughs> or are you just kind of, like, going on? Do, yeah, doing your own thing. I don't know. I are think, you, okay, not to jump in on Would You Rather, yeah. but are you someone who sings in the car, like, to the steering yes. wheel, like, you're alone? See, so in am I. Yes. So am I. It's, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not a shower. I'm not singing in the shower. I'm listening to music in the shower, but I'm not singing oh. because people in my house can hear me. Oh, okay. You know, but like alone <laughs> in my car, you know, I'm all about it. Oh my gosh, that's funny that you're like, people in my house can hear me because I will I will do that to my family all day long. Be like, oh, yeah, you know, like <laughs> singing along. And <laughs> I will even like, I don't think I'm a terrible singer. I'm not the best, but I think like I'm not tone deaf. At least I don't think so. <laughs> um, if you know me in real life, please. Well, I stood next to you in high school <laughs> choir and you were not oh, tone deaf. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, if you know me in real life and feel like I am tone deaf, please send me a personal message so I quit embarrassing myself. Um, but my dad will be like, oh my gosh, you're going to give me, I just sing so much. Like, you're giving me a headache. Please just quiet down because I just can belt that out. <laughs> but again, Good for not, you though. I mean, but, good for the confidence. But I'm, oh, but gosh, no, I'm not about to like, <laughs> I'm not going to open my karaoke night, you know, it's at home. <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year? Ooh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the obvious would be the true love today. Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like, you know, you win the lottery and there's a lot that comes with something like that, you know? Um, but the true love today, I don't know. I guess I'm also just... And you know this about me, but I'm also just such an independent person yes. that, like, the whole concept of, like, finding someone to live with and to, you know, spend my life with and whatever just seems crazy to me because I'm so independent at this point. Yes. That, I mean, I guess it would be true love, but I don't know. Yeah. That's hard, too, because I feel like, yeah, like, I'm independent and happy with where I'm at. So I'm not, yeah. like, I'm not, like, searching, you know, 
But I think I would pick true love only because I feel like when you chase money and put make that a priority, I feel like it just doesn't right. work out. I just right. that it just never will fulfill you. Not that you have to find true love to fulfill you. That's not it at all. But right. money can't buy happiness. Yes. And I'm I stand by that to my dying day. So yeah. I mean, God bless all the people that win the lottery. That's amazing. But you also hear those like crazy stories that they're like cursed and yeah. awful things happen and then you have people like well, calling you and what and then you just feel like you're pulled at every end and definitely well, and I also just think that when you win the lottery I think it's also one of those things where there's just so much weight involved in that as far as even you know family coming out of the woodworks who yeah. you know maybe want to support you or maybe don't support the fact that you did that or people you know looking for help or looking this and obviously you want to get back and you want to you know, do all of that. But that's also something you and I are both big on. I feel like being involved in the community and giving back and things like that as it is that to then know that people are maybe contacting you solely because you won the lottery. I feel like there's just so much weight involved in something like that. That would be hard to know like people's true intentions. Are they? I think sometimes money clouds things like that. Yes. I think it can bring out the worst in people. Not always, but I think sometimes it can. Uh, would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Oh, I think I'd take five years in jail. I think so, too. I think I would. First of all, I'm a big fan of Teresa Judice on Bravo. Yes. And she killed it in jail. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I definitely think, and I know that that's not the way it always is. You right. know, I'm joking when I say that. But I also, also think... Did. <laughs> you know? I mean, she did. She came out on top. Um, she came out skinny, tan, you know. Um, but I think also just the five years versus ten years for me to yeah. you know to give up five years of my life versus giving up ten years of my life just seems like seems like the way to go, you know. Yeah, and I worry too. Like if you're in jail, I feel like you have like bodily autonomy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I feel like in your when you're in a coma, you're so. Like, reliant on other people. And, like, right. I don't know. You just hear so many crazy stories of, like, people in a coma. And, and I, I don't know. I just, like, that they can hear, like, that they're present, but they just can't vocalize it. And right. I don't know. That would just, I think, give me, right again, anxiety. <laughs> if there's one word to correlate with me, it may be anxiety. <laughs> no, but you're right, though. I mean, I think that would be a big thing for me, too, is that I think maybe my biggest fear would be, just like I said earlier, I hate when I'm not in control. Yeah. And so to know that I'm laying there and I can maybe hear you and I can maybe know what's going on, but I can't speak and I can't open my eyes and I can't move and I can't, whatever, it just sounds like torture to me. Yeah. So it's like I would gladly put up with five years of jail to not go through that, you know. Yeah. And is it jail or is it prison? Because these things are different. These are different, yeah. So they, and is it Teresa Judice's jail or is it like yes. actual? Is it like high you know, maximum security? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. There's so many levels to that one. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think any jail or prison is a walk in the park. So I'm not trying to say that. We don't want to glorify prison. No, kids, be good. Um, But I think it would be interesting. I love watching those TV shows where it's like, is it 60 days in or something? Yes, yes. And some of it's scary. Like, they're, that's scary, some of it. But it's kind of cool to see how it works. And um, I don't know, like, it really... It makes it seem scary, yet kind of not fun, but kind of exciting. Yeah. Let's see. Would you rather 
be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Ooh, um, I'm going to go with, I mean, chronically, like, for lifetime? Like, yeah, you're just like always you show up that? everywhere. Um, <laughs> well, I recently had an experience where I was very overdressed. <laughs> and I felt... <laughs> And I felt very uncomfortable. Yes. Um, so I know what I know what that feels like. But I feel like I'm also that person that, you know what, that's not even fair. I was gonna say I feel like I'm that person who's like I would always pick jeans over sweatpants. Like I just feel like I'm that person that's like always somewhere in the middle there, you know? But then COVID hit and I love my leggings oh my and I gosh. love my sweatpants and I you know, so I'm not, I don't know. What would, what would you do? I think I would rather be overdressed. Yeah. Because it's uncomfortable, it's just, though. It's uncomfortable either way, <laughs> folks. But I feel like it's less uncomfortable, like, if you are overdressed, that you maybe you did it too much, and that's one th- I mean, okay, are we saying, like, you're maybe, like, business casual when it could have been just, like, sweats and a t-shirt? Or are we saying you went, like, full... Ball gown and everyone else ball is in gown. sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> because then that might change. But I think in general... I would rather be overdressed. I, yeah, I feel like I do agree with you. And I also feel like I am a big believer in your attitude and your confidence level kind of mimicking what you're wearing. Like if I am dressed up and, you know, get my hair done, get my makeup on, you know, and I'm, you know, all dressed up, ready to go out, which has not happened in a while. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But if that actually does happen, then I do feel like, I have a little bit more confidence and I'm a little bit more like, yeah, let's go out, you know, let's, you know, versus like if I'm in leggings and, a, and sweatpants and whatever my, my attitude for the day is kind of like, eh, yeah, you know, yeah. um, I think there's something we said, like when you like, when they say like, when you like dress up and, you know, yeah, kind of get that energy going that you feel better for your day. Yeah. I mean, not always. I mean, I think you can still feel great and sweats a messy bun and a dirty t-shirt, but yeah, <laughs> you know, but I think sometimes it, yeah. even like working from home, like if you really like, some, if you get dressed up and put the makeup on, get your hair all done, like it, you just kind of feel sometimes more put together. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. This one is a good one. I'm sorry. I keep saying that about everything, but these are some, these are me, good. These are making me think, would you rather have everyone, you know, be able to read your thoughts? Or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history? Oh, um, I feel like I don't really know with this one because as far as my internet history goes, I feel like I'm such a boring person in that (laughs) sense that like there's nothing on my internet history that I wouldn't show everybody. Like I feel like I'm such a boring person in that respect. But then also as far as everyone I know being able to read my thoughts... I feel like, although that's not a thing people can do, my face gives away my <laughs> thoughts a lot. Yeah. And so kind of just like, you know, since I was a child, I've been called unfiltered. It's kind of one of those things where like, there isn't a lot of thoughts that people don't know already. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't be afraid of either one of those. Yeah. Oh, you know, cool. like I'd be okay with either one. What about you? Okay, I... Internet history is weird to me because I'm all over the place. Like, I'll be watching a show and I'll look Oh, my it. internet history wouldn't make any sense. Right. But there's nothing on it I'd be ashamed of. But also, here's the thing. <laughs> I 
like watch a lot of like true crime and stuff. So I'm always like looking up like, you know, murder and all of this and like, uh, so I, I will let you look at my internet history, girlfriend, <laughs> as long as you know I am not like a sociopath. I just enjoy my true crime. There need to be some ground rules. Well, like, well, like they're saying, you know, like, I don't know, this is kind of going off, but um, like, have you heard like, oh, if people could look at your internet history, they'd be like, think you're a serial killer or something. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's all yeah. over the place. I don't know. But I love true crime, so I'm always looking up stuff like that. So if you can roll with that and know... That's where it's from, internet history any day. Because sometimes I think, I don't know, thoughts could be hurtful. I mean, not, oh, you know, for sure. just, and we all. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's hard. Uh, would you rather lose your sight or your memories? Hmm. I think I would rather lose my sight. Same. I think it would definitely be sight. Yeah. Um. I think, I think if you lose your sight, you know, I'm sure it's a rough blow, especially if, you know, it would be me losing it now. Like, that's a rough thing to deal with. But I feel like I have a big enough support system that I don't feel like I would be forgotten about. You know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like people would still make sure I was out and I was doing things and I was keeping my routine and that sort of thing. And then as far as memories go, we have the Alzheimer's gene in our family. And I've seen yeah. I've seen firsthand what that's like to lose your memories. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So I definitely think, for me, it would for sure be sight. Oh, that's powerful, too. With, yeah, talking yeah, about it would, your... It would for sure be sight. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about you? I... Agree. I think both sound terrible, um, but I I think the same in the fact that sight. I feel like it would it would be a huge challenge, but that I do like you have that support system behind me um, that I could get through that. Whereas I feel like memories, and I wasn't even thinking about um, how like Alzheimer's, how that has affected you and shaped obviously how you would feel about this question, but. Just, there's some memories so precious I would never want to lose that. Mm. And I, I mean, even sometimes today I'm like, oh, what if I forget, you know, the smell of my grandma's house? Or what if I, I forget the right. sound of this voice or things like right. that? So I, I would never want to lose that. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's so much that goes along. Just not to get off on a tangent about Alzheimer's because I could talk about that forever. But just to touch on it, I think there's just so much more that goes into losing your memory than what people even realize, yes. you know, and I think the, the people who pay the biggest price for that are almost the loved ones because you're only, you know, your only piece of comfort you have when a loved one is going through Alzheimer's is knowing that they don't, they don't know, they don't understand, they don't get it. They don't even realize that their memory has been taken from them. They, they can't recognize that. So it's everybody who's left left behind you know everybody yeah. who's caring for them and everybody who's you know living that firsthand and and walking that path with them who are still aware of recognizing it and you know that's one of the first things when you have a loved one who's diagnosed with Alzheimer's that's one of the first things that they tell you is like there's nothing harder in the world than to miss someone you can still see every day oh. and so it's like for me it's like there's just so much involved in losing your memory, that for me, it's for sure sight. Because that's horrible. It's just a challenge. You know, it'd be a rude awakening for sure. But I think that's something that 
I could more easily roll with. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And like your history of having a loved one with Alzheimer's and has shaped how you view that, you know, like that a memory for sure, you know, to someone else like, Oh, losing a memory. But to you, it's like, no, losing a memory has been life altering. You right, know, right. You don't go back from that. Well, and I think the I think just like you're saying too, it's like people always think like losing your memory is in like oh losing the big you know I can't remember this vacation yeah. or I can't remember whatever. But at least in the case of Alzheimer's or like to permanently lose your memory, I mean it's everything. I can't remember how to put my shoes on. Yeah. I can't remember my name. I can't remember how to stand up and walk. You know, I mean it's everything to not have any memory at all. So I just think there's a lot more to that yeah. than sight. Right. Yes. Yes. And I think that's a great point. Like for me, I think of, yeah, like when I think of memory, I think of like an experience where it's like, no, a memory is also day to day. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, it's everything. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, for sure. These are good. They are good. We keep saying that, but like I I was not, she literally just is sitting here with her phone in her hand and she Googled like, would you rather question? I mean, these are good for just Googling quick. I mean... Yeah, there was another site, and I was like, oh, some of those are weird. <laughs> so I switched, but. Well, and you would also think that, like, we would have pre-planned this and had, like, a typed no. list of questions, and that's not at all what's. No. I'm talking right now to fill the gap of Martina looking for <laughs> the next question. Right, and this is truly what it is. Like, we want it to be friends talking. Like, I can't right. trust that enough. Like, we're just talking and right. listen in and feel like you have a friend where you're friends. And well, and we've also said that, though. you know, like, this is our first episode. Long term. We're hoping to even get an email set up or maybe some social media or whatever so that we can hear from you guys if there's, you know, if we touched on something but you want us to go deeper with it or there's something you want us to talk about or to address, we want to have a line of communication eventually when we get, you know. (laughs) Once we get this, like, Once we get this figured out, we want to be able to connect with all of you to figure out what you're wanting to know about us, too. Yeah. I know. I can't wait for that. I, we're like I said, we're still getting our bearings, and we literally set up the equipment about <laughs> a, a half hour ago. So, <laughs> okay. Would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? A respect. I think it would. I think it would be respect, right? I mean. I'm okay. such a control freak <laughs> is all I'm thinking yes. is that I'm such a control freak that I'm like to have all the power. But no, I think it would, I think it would be respect. I don't, that's hard for me because I, I want people to respect me. Like I hope I'm worthy of their respect, but also I can't make someone respect me. Well, and I guess that's where I'm torn too, because like I want your respect because I earned it. Right. Not just because you Not because you're required to give it to me. Right. You know, which is my stance on a lot of things that I'm sure we'll touch on yes. over time. We but I want to earn. Yeah. I want to earn everything I have. I want to earn yeah. money. I want to earn respect. I want to earn, you know, a position or whatever. I, I don't I want, want it to just be it. given it to me. Yeah. Given to me. Yeah. And also too, yeah, like I don't want to just have it just because you had to give it to me. I want to work for it. And also if, if you don't want to respect me that also kind of goes back to like what you think of me has nothing to do with me you know like right right it's none of my business I almost think unlimited power and not to be like a power hungry like tyrant that's not it um but having power to like affect positive change or you know change things Mm -hmm. that bug me you know like Martina for president (laughs) (laughs) oh man 
If only. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be crazy. I can't be vice president, though, because oh I don't I don't know where any countries are. I can't read a map. Oh so <laughs> Get us the globe. No. <laughs> solely um, for that reason. Yeah. I, could, I could handle a lot of the other stuff, but solely for lack of... Lack of geography. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Ooh. I guess, okay, here's what I'll say is I guess that's a difficult one for me because I'm on the internet a lot. (laughs) (laughs) A lot, a lot. Um, But I guess I'm also the person that like, 60 degrees is like perfect for me and like where we live we could go you know negative 20 (laughs) and then we can go like 110 plus humidity you know and so like heating and air would be difficult for me because I am not nice when I'm hot like I'm not I would always (laughs) rather be cold I am not nice in the summer when people don't have air um but I'm on the internet a lot so yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's hard because the internet, I feel like, keeps you connected with people. Like, yeah. keeps you connected with family and friends. But it can also be something where you're like, oh, I'm on the internet too yeah. much. So that might be a good break. But to never I have I feel it like it again. would be easier. Like, I'm just thinking, like, last summer in, like, early July, which is our hottest point really here is kind of the month of July. That's when we'll get well over 100 degrees plus humidity and it's god awful and I'm a <laughs> miserable person and nobody wants to be around me. Um... I actually visited Oregon, the state of Oregon, for the first time last July, and they were, like, perfect weather for me. Like, it was, like, 60 degrees, day, night, everything. I actually had to put a sweatshirt on, not a coat, but, like, a sweatshirt on to walk around at night. And it was, like, that, to me, was perfect. And it would have been, like, oh, I'll give up heat and air because this is, you know, the perfect yeah. the perfect weather. But where we at, where we're at... I, I, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't go without air. <laughs> so they, yeah. I could go without heat. I could not go without air. It just would not work. I agree. I'm kind of a, not a miserable person. I am. I'm, and I'll I, admit it about myself. Like, I'm, I'm a miserable. person, like, I like to have it, like, cooler than maybe a lot of other people have their houses. My dad doesn't love it because I live at home and he's like, who changed the thermostat settings? Um, <laughs> I'm that person that walks into the hotel room and I flip the, the thermostat down to like 60 degrees upon oh, entering the room. There is... Like, I'm that person. There is nothing better than like air conditioning in a hotel. Like that cool, Oh, for sure. Crisp. I agree. Yeah. I but agree. yeah, for that reason, I think I have to choose having heat and air. Mm-hmm. I just have to have it. I have to have my fan on every night, whether it's negative 20. Like, I have to have the sound... The cool air rotating just has to happen. I'm the same way with that. I need a fan on to sleep. Okay. Would you rather stay in during a snow day or build a fort? Okay, I'm a stay in. Stay in. Yeah, I'm a stay in. Like, that's not even a question. I'm a stay in. Movie. Netflix, Coco. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm good. Popcorn. I'll watch you build a fort from inside. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll gladly watch you build a fort. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I do enjoy snow, but I enjoy snow in, like, small, small pockets. And I think the other thing is that, like, we'll some years, we'll have snow here from Halloween in October through Easter in April. So it's, like, we just get too much. Like, it's just, it's way too much, you know? And it's, like, that first snowfall, you love it, and then after that, it's, like, no, nah, I'm inside. <laughs> For sure I'm inside. Yes, I'll know. watch you out the window. I yeah. love when it's that snowfall, and it, like, illuminates the sky at night. So yeah. it could be, like, 3 yeah. in the morning, and it 
is like laid out. You know what I'm talking about? It's I do. Yeah. Explain, but yeah. But yeah, and then it gets all like dirty and gross and filled yeah. with like a bunch of dirty garbage, and then you're just ready for spring. <laughs> okay, this is funny. Would you rather vomit on your hero, or have your hero vomit on you? Ooh. <laughs> Okay, Martina knows vomit's a big thing for me. Same. Um, I can't see anybody vomit or hear anybody vomit or any be around it at all. Or I vomit. Yeah. <laughs> like it does not go well. She knows this. Um, so I guess it would be me vomit on them because as embarrassing and horrific as what that would be, if they were to vomit on me, then I'm just gonna vomit on them right back. And now yeah. we're just in the cycle and it's just it's too much, you know? Like, it's just too much. Whereas if I just vomit on them, then maybe they don't have that where they then do it back. And so then it's just, it's yeah. over. I don't want vomit on me. But at the same time, I feel like I would, I'm the same way, by the way. I, like, I will, what is it, what is it? sympathy throw up? Oh, sure. <laughs> Next to my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, Um. Yeah, I just, I don't have the stomach for it. God bless all of you people in, like, the healthcare and all the moms. And I just, seriously, you guys don't get enough credit. I, I would be sick every day, every single shift um, <laughs> <laughs> of momming and nursing or uh, whatever it may be. But, yeah. But I feel like I would want to let them throw up on me. And then I, if I threw up on them, then it could be like, hey, we're not mad at each other. We both did it to each other. <laughs> Like, now we're even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's funny. I will say you. Okay, there's two types. <laughs> unfiltered. Um, there's two types of. People. <laughs> we'll just open with unfiltered. I don't even know where the story's going. <laughs> there are two types of people, and this is where we differ. Um, two different types of people that vomit. There are the gaggers that are like full on. You can hear them from nine stalls away in the bathroom, <laughs> and you're like, "Are you okay?" And I feel like we've all been there. Like, as far as being in a room with someone who's yes. doing that. Yeah. And that's, yes. That, and, that, and then my gag reflex is like, oh, God, I'm next. Definitely. I'm that's next. what I'm saying. Right. But there are also, and I'm that person. Like, I, if I'm puking, you can hear it from a <laughs> mile away. I'm, the whole house knows I'm sick. It's a thing. But Kayla, you are the most quiet. <laughs> now I know where this is going. <laughs> you remember this. Okay. We're going to turn this into a story time. Um, so one time we were, what were we doing? We were going to go out for lunch. No, we had, we had went to, so I'm a huge Cowboys fan and we had went across the bridge to a sports bar Yes. and we watched the game and we had lunch and then we left. Yes. We left because she wasn't feeling well. So we're like, let's go. We'll get you home. So she is driving, right? And all of a sudden she casually doesn't say a thing. Casually pulls over to the side of the road. Again, doesn't say a thing. Opens her car door. I'm driving, by she's the driving. way. She's so She's parked. She puts it in park. Opens the car door and just, like, vomits. But I don't know what's going on. I can't hear a thing. Like, it's, I'm like, what is going on? Did she see something in the road? Like, what is going on? She gets back in. She just kind of dabs her mouth. And no kidding you. Puts it back in park. Or puts it back in drive. Doesn't <laughs> say anything. Just acts like it didn't happen. I'm like, what just happened? She's like, oh, I just got sick. I'm like, aren't... Are you okay? Like, <laughs> no, she is the quiet puker. So let us know. What one are you? Yeah. In the loud, she's the quiet. <laughs> yeah, let us know. We'll have to make that a poll someday or something. Figure it out, you know. I think my thing is just that, like, I, 
feel like I vomit a lot more than what the average person probably yeah. does. So you just figure out over time how to go about it and then just roll with it. Because, I mean, even that day, we came to my house, I quick brushed my teeth, and yeah. we went about the rest of our day. Like, it I was mean, done. Like, yes. I'm not... I'm not one of those people who's like down and out for the day. Like I'm good. She Let's she roll literally with it. wipes you know? it off, puts it in drive, and off she goes. That's a hustler right there. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's a G. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. So I Ooh. guess. Oh, you got one. Okay. Would you rather always have bo and not know, or? Always smell B.O. on everyone else. Hmm. I guess smell it on everyone else. Which sounds horrible. Yeah. But I feel like then it's like me who's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's me who's like getting through this. Not me putting other people in that position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Both don't sound great. Yeah, they both sound awful. <laughs> but again, it's what you rather, yeah. right? None of them are going to be great. I agree. Is pass an option? <laughs> pass. But I agree, though. I think I would rather smell it on other people. Uh, let's see. Okay. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Oh, 20 minutes early. Yes. I'm always 20 minutes. Because I, I, realistically, I'm always early. Like, yeah. I'm that person who's, like, annoyingly early, I feel like. not, And that's not even me. Like, tooting my own horn, because I wish I wasn't this way. (laughs) But I feel like I am always that person that's, like, constantly early. Like, I'm always showing up early because it stresses me out to be late. Yes. So if I knew that, like, I was, like, for the rest of my life, I was going to be 10 minutes late to everything, I would just, like, I don't even think I can handle it. Yeah, I don't even think I can handle it. I'd be like, no, sorry, I'm out. I can't commit to anything. You know, that's yeah. just where I'm at. I agree. I think there's nothing worse than being that person that shows up late and, like, you do, like, the walk of shame. Well, and that's what, <laughs> no, but that's kind, wherever of, you're well, going. And that's kind of the other thing is that I'm also, I feel like, the person who's happy to be there 10 minutes early and then get a text saying, I'm so sorry I'm running late and then sit there alone for 20 minutes. Like, yeah. I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if the person I'm meeting is running late, we're good. If I'm the one running late, now I feel horrible. And I can't handle this. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Because I think it's a a thing of just like, you don't want to inconvenience. I think. Right. You don't want to inconvenience anyone. Right. And be respectful of their time and and all of that. Yeah. I'm I'm an early bird myself. Like I. And part of it is, like you said, it stresses me out if I'm like running late. I like to know like I have ample time. And then if I need to, like, have a quick panic attack yeah. in the car, <laughs> then I'm, like, solid. Okay, I've got the time for it. <laughs> or also, too, like, if something crazy happens, you, like, run it over a bunny or something, you know? Like, you have that time to... Right? <laughs> have you run over a bunny? No, but one day I was driving and I almost ran over a squirrel. It was actually... It was... Scary. I have run over a squirrel and I have run over a bird. Ooh. And I felt awful. This is a... This is a god-awful story, but I felt so bad. So it's funny because you and I, totally separate from this podcast, were talking last night about signs from loved ones who've passed on and if, you know, if we believe on that kind of thing and mediums and all that. And I mean, I don't know if you want to share your take on it, but me personally, I was never a big believer in any of that kind of stuff. And then recently I've kind of started to slowly come around and all that, but... I will say the one thing that kind of 
the one thing that kind of made me go, oh my God, and kind of opened my eyes to the whole thing was the week that my grandpa passed away, which was two years ago now. But the week that he passed away, everybody kept telling me that cardinals are like a sign. If a cardinal comes and is like sitting at your doorstep or comes and, you know, sits next to you or whatever, anytime you see a cardinal, it's a loved one who passed away. You know what I mean? Like, and... Again, I was not a big believer in these. I still don't really, I'm still kind of on the fence. I don't know. I mean, I I do, but I don't know, you know. And so anyway, so so everybody kept telling me about the Cardinals. This was like maybe a week after my grandpa passed away. I'm just like casually driving down the road. And I'm going to be honest. I mean, when I'm working and I have kids in my vehicle, I'm a perfectly safe driver. If I'm alone in my car trying to like go visit my sister out of town or something and I'm on the highway, I am just flying. Like I'm not really... (laughs) You know, I've got the music cranked up, the windows down, I'm like going. And we live in the Midwest, and so it's kind of like you're on gravel roads, you're on city roads, you're whatever, you know, all over the place. And all of a sudden, I hit a cardinal. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I think I know where this is going. I hit a cardinal, which was entirely unavoidable. I mean, if I had went into the other lane, I would have gotten rear-ended by a semi, and who knows how that would have ended up. So it was totally unavoidable. But I remember hitting the cardinal, and I didn't even get upset. It wasn't even like I went into a meltdown, like, oh, my God, you know, whatever. Because, again, at the time, I really, I didn't believe in this kind of stuff. But I do remember hitting it, and I suddenly had all the voices of everyone who had told me the last week about the cardinal being a sign, like, playing in my head, like, it's a sign, it's a sign, it's a sign. And me just being like, okay, like, so I hit a cardinal. Now what? Like, now what happened? What's the sign mean if you hit the cardinal? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> what now? <laughs> so I have hit a cardinal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. But you know what? Maybe it was a sign you needed. Like, oh, they did say cardinals. You know, yeah, maybe I don't that know. Maybe, that, yeah. That that cardinal was there. That could be a whole episode um, about signs from our loved ones that have passed on um, to give you a short thing. I'm a firm believer um, that our loved ones stay with us. Their spirit stays with us and helps guide us on our journey of life. So like I said, that can be a whole other podcast where we talk about signs we've had, experiences we've had and things of that sort. But that's actually funny that I mean, <laughs> RIP Cardinal, but like, it is funny. funny though. I mean, and I think just, you know, not to again, get off on kind of a rant here, but just thinking of even what you're saying, you know, I think that's a part of it, too, is that I feel like the one good thing, I mean, there's a lot of good things, I guess, that we have in common, but the one that comes to mind in this conversation is just the fact that I feel like you and I both love to laugh oh, yes. and love to make each other laugh and love to find sort of the comedy in all aspects of life. And so I feel like, I mean, how many times a week do we look at each other and go, you just have to laugh. Like, oh, it's gosh, like, this yeah. is this shouldn't be funny. If you were an outsider looking at this story, you know, in a newspaper or you were an outsider looking maybe at our social media or whatever, this should not in any way, shape or form be funny. But if you were there and you lived in the moment, you have to just laugh. Because if you don't, you're going to go crazy and you're going to overanalyze this and you're going to, you know, let it get to you. And it's like, sometimes you just need to laugh. Like, it's and yes. just like that. I mean, it's like, should, should people telling me that a cardinal is a sign that my grandpa who just passed away is here and me running over said cardinal at all be funny? No. But you have to right. just let yourself just go, oh, my God, that just happened. Yes. You know, like you have to yes. just give into it sometimes and go, you know what? My grandpa would be laughing his yeah. butt off right now. And you, know, you know what? Like, that was probably a sign to you that it was like, 
Gotta laugh. Yeah, exactly. It's like, he knew I needed to laugh. Maybe that was the sign, you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I know. I think sometimes laughter really truly is the best medicine. And I'm a firm believer, too, that you can't take yourself too seriously. Oh, I agree. That you just have to sometimes be silly and laugh and have fun and make the most of the life that you have because we only get one to live. For sure. Let's see here. Do you have one more? Yeah, let's do... I'm trying to find, like, a juicy one that we can end with that will be, like, make us think. Um, These have been really good. They really have. And I know we keep saying that, and you guys listening have to be like, stop saying it. We get it. But these really have... I mean, literally for just Googling and just spontaneously being like, let's do this one, let's do this one. These are good. My mom's calling. Reject. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Um, (laughs) Text me. Um, Let's see. Okay, this is a good one. (laughs) <laughs> that you can't get more take, unfiltered than that. Take right a there. shot every time I say this is a good one. <laughs> but please do not drive. Uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. Would you rather die in twenty years with no regrets, or live to a hundred with a lot of regrets? Twenty years, no regrets. Same for sure. Like I, yeah, I'm for sure that person that. And I'm going to just be honest. I mean, I have regrets sitting here today. I have things in my life that I, if I could go back, I would do differently. I think we all do, or most people I think do. But I for sure think if I knew I could die in 20 years, but I would die happy with no regrets, fully satisfied with the way that I lived my life, I think I would for sure, for sure go that route versus to live to 100 and have a lot of them. No, I think it's for sure 20 years. I agree. With no regrets. I just think... I mean, like you said, there's things I wish I could go back and change and do differently and things like that. But I think ultimately you have to try and move forward and and learn and grow. So I do think there is a place for regret as far as kind of shaping and growing. Um, but yeah, I mean, to live like 20 years, that's a long time of no regrets and living your best life. For sure. I'm about it. <laughs> that was such a good one to end on, yeah, too. I know. I'm like trying to, some of these are kind of silly. And, it was such um, a good one to end on, though. Yeah. So I guess we'll go into our last little bit then. So we kind of had this idea to end every podcast with in, an inspirational moment. And the way that we were kind of thinking we would go about this is that at the end of every episode, we would maybe share a quote that impacts our life and why it motivates us or inspires us or share a news story or something like that just to kind of end on a good note and on a positive note maybe make you guys smile or laugh or you know think about it maybe it motivates you or inspires you um you know for the rest of your day too whether you're listening to us in the morning or at night or whatever it may be just to kind of leave you with sort of one last happy thought for the week um and kind of end with inspirational moments. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just share a quote and kind of spontaneously because, again, there was not a lot of prep work <laughs> done in today's episode. Um, to spontaneously think of an inspirational quote that's impacted me, I think the biggest one for me would be um, she designed a life she loved or she built a life she loved. I, I love that. It's something that I see this quote all the time. Like I have it on a notebook. I've had it on a calendar. I've seen it in the store on T-shirts. I don't even know who originally said it. And I've seen it as she designed a life she loved. And I also have seen it as she built a life she loved. 
But I think for me, that's just the quote that I always kind of go back to as an inspirational thing, because the way I understand the quote is sort of that even in our worst moments or our darkest moments or or anything like that, you have the ability to design the, to design the life that you love. You have the ability to turn things around. And whether that may be, you know, cutting people from your life or cutting back on certain aspects of your life or whatever that may be, you know, to know that I have the ability to build the life that I love and that I'm proud of and that other people may think is crazy and is not what they would want, but it's what works for me. I think I've always kind of taken comfort in just knowing that I'm in control of my own story and my own life. So that's mine. I love that. And and powerful too. I need to take that and sometimes it's easier to like, it's easier said than done sometimes, right? But like to make a conscious effort, and I hope this is what it can be for all of you listening, but to take a conscious, that conscious effort and reflect on that with your day and take that with you and keep that in your mind and let it carry you through your day and be intentional. I love that. Um, one thing that has been on my heart this week um, revolves around like criticism. And I took a class um, and they were talking about, you know, not all criticism is constructive. Um, and that really struck a chord with me because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I find it hard to take criticism um, by certain people. Um, it's easier to take it from others and and not from others and, and all of that. Um, but I came across this quote and it said, some of the best advice I've been given, don't take criticism from people you would never go to for advice. Um, I love that. I love it too. And it's been on my heart because I think we can all sometimes be a little bit better at taking criticism. Um, but consider it the source. That's kind of what my dad has said too. And my dad kind of lives, lives that in his life. So that's someone I look up to um, for that. But don't take criticism from people you would never go to for advice. So don't let others' negativity discourage you. Rise above. Not all can... Not all criticism is constructive. Um, I feel like yours was more positive than mine, but I want to leave that with you. No, that's so good. I love that. I really do. Because I also think it's such a powerful statement to even think about. I mean, I would absolutely go to you for advice and I would absolutely take criticism from you. And there are other people in my life who I maybe would even, you know, ask their opinion or turn to for advice. But if they were to give me criticism, I would take it a totally different way. Right. And I think... It's almost not a red flag, but it's almost a an eye opening thing too to kind of even assess where you're at in your friendship too, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I you know, don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. It's so powerful. I mean, it really is if you think about it, you know, because right, you're so right. I mean, it is like criticism is a hard thing to take. Yeah. You know. I, and it's been and don't get me wrong, I think criticism can be hard to take. Even if it's from someone you love and trust sure. implicitly and would go to it for advice. But I think it kind of opened my mind like maybe where my hesitancy lies is that if I'm getting criticism from people that I don't have that trust built up with, maybe it is that I wouldn't go to for advice, that I wouldn't trust on that level, then maybe I shouldn't be taking it so much to heart. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I just, that's been on my heart this week. So I just thought it would, I would share it with you and I, I needed to hear it and remind myself of that. Um, and in case you needed to hear, 
to hear it too. There you go. I love it. It was such a good thing to end on. I love that we decided that was kind of a spontaneous decision right at the last minute to kind of do this inspirational moments thing to close. And I love that. I think that's, I think that was a really good idea. Yeah. And I think that was kind of more your idea. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think actually you're the one you talked about, like leaving, how do we want to leave the podcast? You know, because Guys, I think we will have heavy topics. I'm, we're going to talk about things that are on our minds and our hearts and things that might stress us out or make us happy. And it might get heavy, but I think what we decided was we just always want to kind of bring it back to that positive place and have our listeners leaving feeling good, feeling re-energized, feeling like they have a friend they just talked to that just was there to talk and to listen and... Just be a friend. So, um, like I said, I just hope that you feel like you've got friends in us that are here for you. And and we love you. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please stay tuned. It is our goal to... <laughs> it is our goal to have an episode every week. Um, so, this will obviously be our first episode. And then, I don't think we've really landed on a day yet. <laughs> but we will get out there somehow through our social media or through something, we will get it out there so that you all know. Um, it'll probably be a week from when this one drops. will be our next one. And every week, yeah, I mean, just like Martina said, obviously we want you to feel like you're just kind of in the room here with us having a conversation. Um, but every week we are going to try to come up with a different topic or a different, you know, something like that. And so the goal is every week to drop an episode. And like I kind of touched on earlier, another goal is that eventually we'll be able to connect with all of you somehow too we're going to figure out we're going to figure out a social media and we're going to figure out an email and all that good stuff um so that we can hear your feedback too you know what do you like what did you not like you know if you wanted to hear less of me and more of martina (laughs) or vice versa (laughs) you know or whatever it may be um yeah i mean i think yeah this has been so fun i'm like i don't even know how to stop talking because this has been fun it really is i want you to know like we're just two friends shooting the shh um, <laughs> keep it pg um but we really are it's two friends just hanging out having fun talking like we would without these <laughs> microphones so yeah thank you guys so much for listening in i hope you guys have a great day um, and remember to be kind <laughs>